to ICI Dig's Game, sponsored by Midwest Tiles and Concrete Products, Inc. Today, Dan Osborne and Richard Hedgecock give you the inside scoop on the upcoming round of ICI NDOT Region Joint Co-op Meetings. This is Richard Hedgecock with ICI. Welcome to the ICI Digs Deep podcast. We have with us today our uh, INDOT liaison, Director of Government Affairs, and that would be Dan Osborne. Dan, how are you? Doing well, Richard. Thank you. Good morning. So we're going to talk today about Joint Co-op Committee. I know a lot of you know all about the Joint Co-op. I tell people all the time, in fact, since I got here, that to me, the Joint Co-op is the heartbeat of our organization. It's been ongoing for a long time, and it's best opportunity for people to have access to, input with, and actually develop relationships with NDOT personnel as well as others in the industry. So Dan, I don't want to take too much of your time away from you rattling on. Give me your story about Joint Co-op. Richard, just as you said, it's been going on for quite a while. Our records date back to 1990. So we've got binders full of wow. meeting minutes and discussions and topics and, and a lot of resolution. And Seriously, 30 years? I didn't even realize that. Yep, 1990. Our predecessor, Paul Brabitsky, uh, was very detailed in keeping records and, and keeping it going for that long. It's a long time. He did it for yeah. 20, 25 years. So. I feel real privileged to be part of uh, keeping this institution moving for ICI and for NDOT and even our design consultant members. Yeah. The soul of the joint co-op is really the relationships that folks have built and have maintained through the personal contact. And this past year has been a challenge because of the need to move to to video conferencing. and, And we lost those opportunities to be in person and continue building those relationships. There's a lot of new people in our field. So we look forward to getting back in person. Yeah, I think we learned our marketing director, Andrea Hine, has put the numbers to it. You know, we've been able to show this is the real deal. We were able to show that during the lockdown, our engagement numbers overall as an organization were up like 7%. But we all know that the quality of that engagement wasn't what we like or what we are used to. So even though we're going to try to keep things going in sort of a hybrid way, the fact remains that the real value that members get from any ICI meeting, and especially the joint co-op, is by being there in person. Definitely. So we got three of these coming up. Uh, We do our three regional. So explain that again for people who don't know how that cycle all works. So the ICI NDOT Joint Cooperative Committees include not only region committees, but statewide committees. We meet twice a year. This round of region meetings is our summer round. And there's, like Richard said, three regions, the North, Central, and South. The North meeting is going to be August 12th in Warsaw. The Central meeting will be Cat Sapper Miller location on the north side of Indianapolis on the 17th of August. And the Southern meeting will be at the Spring Mill Inn, which is a state park, on August 26th. And then you follow up all of those. You go through those regional meetings and issues bubble up. And we try to come to some resolution on some things at a uh, statewide meeting uh, that will be held in Indy, right? 
Yeah, that's usually held at, at our offices or potentially another location, depending on the size of the meeting. I guess this year, since we're going to be back in person, we'll probably start planning <laughs> a yeah. location because uh, I'm feeling we'll, we'll be we'll be outgrowing our conference room. And like you said, yeah, we we typically will generate topics in the region meetings, and then those topics will be discussed in a leadership meeting with the statewide group, and then we we'll discuss at the statewide meetings, and hopefully have culminate in some, in some proposals or improvements at those meetings, and then we can kind of get started working on the details. Midwest Tiles and Concrete Products, Inc. manufactures superior quality precast concrete sanitary and storm products. Dedicated to delivering products with first-class customer service, they will deliver your products on time on their own fleet of trucks. To learn more, give them a call at 260-749-5173. So Joint Co-op takes on things, uh, we like to call them weeds issues, things that are kind of more detailed, but really impact the bottom line for all of our members. Let's talk about a couple of things that you all are discussing right now. One that I know that's near and dear to my heart that I know a lot of people are interested in is the topic of work zones and LEOs. You want to give us an update on that? Sure. This joint co-op always discusses work zone safety at the beginning of every meeting. Like you said, we we tend to focus more on specifications and, and constructability issues, things like that. So on the side of work zone safety, we don't really discuss policy a lot, but uh, one of the leading topics is law enforcement officers, what we like to refer to by the acronym of LEO. We started using a, a recurring special revision to contracts oh, several years ago that, that adds a, a law enforcement officer hours uh, to a contract to be used to protect crews, protect motoring public. We're still trying to figure out the best uses, best applications for those LEOs. And then trying to quantify that pay item also is difficult for designers because they're not out there on the job site. So there's an interest to to continue the discussion about the the best applications, the locations, durations, and then also discuss any any issues with trying to procure those services. You know, multiple law enforcement jurisdictions, ISP versus local versus all those things go into the mix. It's a big topic, but it's so, so important. I mean, there's no question that blue lights in the presence of a work zone make the biggest difference. So. That's a really important one to talk about. I'm glad you guys are continuing on it. So materials, actual roadbed stuff. Let's talk about subgrade treatments, geosynthetic materials. So in the cycle of getting prepared for meetings, I talk to the leadership of those committees. And then I also do a lot of in-person meetings with contractors. It's, well, I hadn't in the last year, but this year I have in June and July. And every group I've talked to is wanting to discuss the, the use of sub-base and subgrade treatments in conjunction with geosynthetic materials. This specification was actually revised a couple of years ago, but I asked the folks, said, well, what happened last year? Why? And they said, well, we were just kind of getting started. So everything we knew was going to be difficult when we started, but this year we're getting on this kind of the second round of using the new specifications trying to understand and, and be productive and make money applying these specifications can be difficult in the first couple of rounds. So now they're coming back with some feedback and, and talking about the difficulties of trying to apply what's in the designs 
along with these new specifications. And, and so we're going to have some discussions about that in these upcoming region meetings to try to try to understand the challenges and then try to identify some of the recommendations for improvement. You know, as kind of a, a tangent here, you touched on something I think is important. You do not, Dan Osborne does not hesitate to get up out of his chair and drive all over the state and go meet with anybody. So if you folks have issues that you want to discuss or where you, that you think might be something that's an industry concern that you have, call us up. We'll get out and about and come see anybody anywhere. So don't hesitate to make that request. Talk a little bit, Dan. I know the wheels of government move slowly and we all get frustrated sometimes at how long it takes for changes to occur. Talk a little bit about some of the successes or at least some of the uh, steps towards success that we've seen recently through joint co-op. Yes, this year we've seen some things culminate and kind of get expedited. Some of the topics include temporary sign payment, um, which was an issue that was exacerbated by the bundling, the increased use of bundling. Okay. Measurement and payment for subgrade treatment type IC, which is the compacted 53s, which is in converse to our chemically treated subgrade that we typically use. We use this, the compacted uh, 53s when we encounter shallow utilities or other obstructions. And so uh, contractors were concerned about some language in the specification that was adding risk to, to subgrade treatment. And uh, NDOT has, has responded by uh, making some changes in that specification. And then the last one was again, another temporary item, payment for crash cushions. We refer to them as CZ units. Again, it was one of those situations where the specification was directing the field engineers to pay on a limited basis and then not really compensate con contractors for each time those units were hit, which they're about $20,000 a piece. So it would come in quite an expensive. And how often do those happen? I mean, you know, how often do those hits happen? It's a lot more frequent than people would think. Yeah, it is becoming more frequent. I just had a phone call this morning talking about that. Yeah. So again, we encourage everybody to... Get out, let's say one more time, Dan, when those three meeting dates are. Northern Joint Co-op is on the 12th. Central is on the 17th. Southern is on the 26th. And I invite all members to take part and attend. We were trying to do hybrid, but stay tuned to the ICI events webpage for details on those meetings. Stay tuned to the ICI newsletter on Wednesdays. For details on those meetings coming up because they're kind of they're fluid a little bit right now, but definitely register on the ICI webpage. And I can't say enough about you know getting some of your younger people who are rising up through the organization to attend these. It's a great way for them to see a more global perspective of what goes on in building projects, in getting work out the door, uh, as well as an ability for them to start to make relationships, build relationships with them district offices, as well as the headquarters office people. So thanks, Dan. We appreciate it. Appreciate everything that you do. And uh, Sarah, we'll take it away. Thank you again to our guests, Richard Hedgecock and Dan Osborne, as well as our sponsor, Midwest Tiles and Concrete Products, Inc. To learn more about Midwest Tiles and Concrete Products, Inc., give them a call at 260-749-5173. Join us every Friday during your morning commute to hear safety talks, member spotlights, and inside information about the infrastructure and transportation construction industry. This has been ICI Digs Deep. Let's break ground. 
together. 